0: Welcome to the Boost Your Boutique podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins and marketing, you're in the right place. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the Boost Your Boutique podcast. It's me, Emily. I'm happy to be here with you today. It's been a little while. I know that. I kind of dropped off. But at the same time, I'm coming back to you with three straight episodes. This is the first of three episodes. I'm going to drop at the same time as kind of like a new season release, just so you guys can get caught up. I'm sharing kind of today is like, what's up? What's going on? Uh, The episode I'm recording is going to be about really like, It's April, mid-April, 2023. Where have we been? Where are we going? I did a um, State of the Union webinar in like December, late December, early January, something like that. That was really good. Honestly, I should drop a link for that. If you want to watch that, I'll drop a link in the notes. Uh, But that really talked about where we've been. And honestly, I think that we've seen a lot of it play out in the past three months. Like I have really been focused on being with my groups. I have two groups running. I have a boot camp group running and I have a business accelerator running. And actually I still kind of have a mastermind running and some one on one So we're kind of mixing things up, but I'll explain a little bit more about that, like what's up in my business in this episode too, just so you know like how you can work with me right now because things have definitely shifted and I have not been great about communicating and that's like part of all this, but this episode is going to be sort of like catching you up, really casual but also talking about the past three months where I see boutique land going for the rest of the year where kind of it's been another like touch base like I think at the end of the day like I don't want to be like a news broadcaster about retail but I see trends I see what's going on I feel like it's part of my duty as an educator and as a consultant to give you like the latest and greatest on what's going on. And I think there's a lot going on if you live in the United States right now or Canada or France or Israel. I mean like – There is just stuff going on everywhere. So let's talk about, not like all that, this is not really a news broadcast, but how does all of that relate to what's going on in boutique land? What do we need to be doing to make some adjustments right now? Because truly having a business is constantly pivoting. That's one thing I've learned over time. And so this episode, we'll talk about how you can make some pivots right now. So then there's two more episodes after this. One is more personal. It's like updates. It's not a lot about business. It's a lot about me. I feel a duty to sort of like update you with what's been going on. Like even the past couple of years where I've been at, what's been going on, I just have not shared anything personal. I've been so deep in running my business and also living a very wild life, going through a lot of life stuff that I think if you're my age or you know in my position where you have a young child, things like that, uh, I'm an elder millennial and so it's it's I just feel like I want to tell you what's up with me. So if you don't care, that's totally fine too. Skip that episode. It's just gonna be called like more personal episode because I really believe like all business is personal. There is an episode of The Office that I reference a lot. It's called Business School. And the whole gist is that Michael, the boss of The Office, he goes and speaks at the intern, Ryan, played by um, Mindy Kaling, who they think is Mindy Kaling's baby daddy, which I love because if it is, that's so cool. And I think we all would just love that. Anyway, Ryan... Michael goes to Ryan's business school. He does this talk that is absolutely unhinged. It's so good. I mean, comedy in the mid two thousands was just so good. And on the way home, Ryan is like Michael, like you know, things go down, like bad things happen, and it's it gets a little spicy. And then on the ride home, Ryan says to Michael, Michael, like business isn't personal. Business is business. Like why are you so upset basically? And I'm paraphrasing. Obviously I don't remember the exact words. Michael looks at him with the most serious face. They're in the car, a PT cruiser, which I had a PT cruiser for a long time. So it's kind of like a running joke. Like I'm like Michael because I have a PT cruiser. I just, I love Michael Scott. He's like one of the most endearing characters in like all of television for me at least. Anyway, Michael turns to Ryan and he says, Ryan, all business is personal. And I love that because it is your personal life when you have a business or when you're at a management level, like Michael was in a business, so you have some ownerships, you know, you're kind of the entrepreneur of that office or whatever. I see both of that as being a position where it really is personal and you start to understand because you've been doing it for so long that your life will always affect your business. And I think that for me is why I want to share personal updates because my business has shifted. It has changed. Like I'm not planning to do any in-person stuff for a little while. Like I'm not going to do a retreat this year. Obviously you haven't seen me like advertise it and I am kind of okay with that. Like I need to take a little bit of a step back in some ways, but also use what I know to help shift the boutique industry because I think it's going through another big shift. Remember when there's been like about two big shifts, I feel, in the industry since I've been really examining it on like a bigger level. It's probably been like eight or nine years at this point. Longer really, but like seriously paying attention probably since like 2015, 2014. And what I've noticed is we had the big influx to the industry when women from LuLaRoe and Agnes and Dora like left and decided I'm going to start a boutique. That was a huge shift. Then we had the shift of the pandemic where everyone was home. Everyone was like, had crazy numbers. I mean, like you would have thought the pandemic hurt businesses. It like really helped business. It was really good for people in a weird, sick way. But in the boutique industry, we saw a lot of people have their biggest years, their biggest numbers, and then think that was normal. And it's not. So my other episode is about why boutique owners need to throw out the rule book to scale because I do think that a lot of you guys have made it through all of this. You have stayed true to yourself or you started in like 2019 and you just like hung on for dear life and here we are at 2023 where you're like doing well, you're doing like maybe 10, 15, 20, 60,000 a month, something like that, right? You're like in that mid-range where you're like do I want to grow? Do I want to stay where I am? Like, I want to grow. Everyone wants to grow. Um, but sort of, there's some new things that are happening that I think I'm seeing across the board. And it's a lot of what I'm t- teaching, frankly. It's a lot of why my business has changed because I feel that what needs to be taught right now is really specific strategies. And I'm teaching those in the two places. In my Boutique Basics Bootcamp, camp. Which is for beginners or people struggling to get past like three to five k a month, three to five thousand dollars in revenue. I always talk revenue, guys. I don't want to talk profit. It's different. It depends on your so much. Depends on so much. So I want to make sure that I'm always reminding you. I'm talking about revenue. My other program is called Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, and that is a longer term program for a more advanced boutique owner who's doing 15 20 30,000. Maybe even more than that frankly. And they want to either do more, become more efficient, start running ads, things like that. It's much more about workshopping and working with you on your specific stuff. It's a little bit of one-on-one with me, but in a group setting. It's also super focused on moving your business as soon as possible. Like I want something in your business major to shift or move or you to have this like aha about like, whoa, this is how it's going to scale. This is how I scale. Okay, it's actually going to be easy. I'm not going to be overwhelmed. I really want to help you thrive, survive, become efficient. And that's a big piece of what I'm going to get into on this episode now because I think what we're seeing across the board is just this want for boutique owners to slow down a little bit it's been a crazy couple of years and I think for so many of you guys you've been making a good amount of money you're making like you're making money if you're listening to this and you're just starting out there's still gonna be good tidbits in here because I do think that a lot is going on in the world like I started out with and I think part of it is we're tired we're like sick of uh, kind of dealing with all this stuff and at the same time, like, we really want to do well. We, we want our business to sort of, like, do well. We want to, um, like, have a, air quotes, successful business. I, like, I love and hate the term successful because it's so dependent on you and what you define as successful. That's what I'm learning as I get older, the more I'm an entrepreneur. I want so many of you to just start thinking about what do I need in my life? What do I need out of my business? And how do I want to feel? Like, is this feeling of like the constant need to grow? Is that working for me anymore? Or is it not? Like, I think there's ways for you to make more money where you don't have to work harder. And I, you know, listen, I, I sound, that sounds insane. I, I'm not going to be the person who's like, skyrocket your boutique, you know, only work during nap times, things like that. I've seen those ads. I've seen them. I don't believe them. I'm sorry. Skyrocketing your boutique. Like, here's the thing. You've got to decide what you want with this business. And I'm I'm being totally real right now. If you want to double your business, which I've watched one of my clients do this first quarter, doubled her business. Great. Great. Let's do it. If you want to say, "I want to make this amount of money. I don't want to work that much. I want to rely on passive income or ads, things like that," um, and I want to have like an average year, great. Like if you're like, "I just want to sell a couple items, have my audience, not expect much out of my business, and I want to take some time off," great. <laughs> like. It doesn't matter. It All that matters is to you. It's your life. No one's judging you for what you decide to do or what you don't decide to do. mean, you know, I just took like three and a half months off my podcast because I just didn't feel like doing it, you guys. I just was just like, I am just not in the mood. I just don't feel like it. I have over 150 episodes. <laughs> like there's enough. People can chew on what I've given them for a little while. You know what I mean? And that's no disrespect to like how much I honor you guys as an audience and wanting me to like, I've gotten emails, you guys have seen me in person. And you're like, when's I missed the podcast? Like, I know. And I'm just meh. Like, I just don't feel like doing it. And I think that's part of me deciding what do I want to do in my business or not. Now I am going to still keep doing the podcast because frankly, I like it. And I, you know, honestly, honestly, One of the things that was holding me back was I hate my sound quality. I've been hating it. And my friend Lexi started her podcast recently. And it sounds so good. And I'm so jealous. The quality is so good. I've always been someone who's like, you know, it's not about the quality. It's about what you say. And I still firmly stand behind that. But I just want you guys to have like, um, and maybe I just don't like my voice. But no, I'm I'm kidding. I just, I've always had sort of echoey spaces. And I was using like a good Blue Yeti mic, but I upgraded to a Shure. That's what you're listening on now. And Shure is just like what everyone uses. Like if you're ever watching a video of someone's podcast, like 99% of them are using a Shure. So for me, I was like, all right, how do I up-level this experience for myself, for you guys, and feel confident about it? You know, I do in one way, I do want to grow my, my business and grow all of this. And at the same time, I'm really super focused on quality lately. Like I just want things to be good quality. I want them to be relevant. I don't just want to be teaching stuff because like I should teach it. I want to talk about theory. I want to talk about like moving the industry forward in like a professional way, because I still like, if you don't know my background, like I come from corporate retail, like a corporate retail setting where I worked for big companies. And I, you know, I was in charge of getting products from a manufacturer to the floor through selling, like all of that stuff, allocating to stores, working with a planner, working with PR teams, um, all of this stuff. Like I was so in depth. And if you ever want me to do an episode, because like you are interested in that definitely send me an email because working in corporate retail was like the best thing I did in my 20s. I absolutely loved it. It was like my graduate school, but I got paid and I got to live in New York and meet so many cool people and travel. And I mean, I didn't even travel as much as some of my friends, but it was just a really good industry. Now, what I will tell you across the board is I think that all of retail is just shifting. I think there's this want for a more personal experience. I think that people aren't just sitting home buying whatever anymore. I think a lot of us are busy. We're out of the house. We're doing stuff because we want to. Remember when we were like sitting at home missing things? Well, I think like people – and again, everything I say, like please take it with a grain of salt. Like I might be saying like, oh, this is happening. It's a generalization. It's not like you don't have to have this be your story. But if it is, you're like, oh, I feel that too – great also. So just know, like, just across the board, I've been hearing a lot of people talk about how they're going to start doing more pop ups or more events in their brick and mortar store, they're going to try to just be more event based in general. And that's my jam, because that was my entire fashion truck career was like, just figuring out where to sell and where to show up and where my girls were. And I think for so many of you guys, you know, running an online boutique is great. Don't get me wrong. I do think that right now, if you want to start or you're looking to like revamp your online boutique and listen, brick and mortar too. I think number one, your assortment has to be good, has to be different, has to be unique. You can't just like sell the best of the best from fashion go anymore. Like if you know, you know, like there's this tab on fashion go where it says best of the best, and every hour, I'm I'm pretty sure it's still every hour, but every hour it will update with the best sellers across the whole website. It's so informative. Like, if you go on there, the best time to go on there, I think, is a Monday morning because every boutique owner is kind of like, all right, we're back. Like, we had our weekend. We had our Friday. What do we need to reorder? And I think you'll get, like, really good insights in what's going on. And those are the things I actually probably wouldn't buy, That would be the thing I would avoid because if everyone is selling it, if it's always like on top tens and all this stuff and you're seeing it everywhere, your person is having to choose between you and someone else and that's like, they're just going to go on price. You know, if you see something in two places, you're just going to go on price. If you see something in one place, you're going to go on like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I want it so badly. And that's where I think a lot of you guys that maybe have played it safe and I've, you know, if you've been a client of mine or a current client and I've told you, like, add more color, add more pattern, like, you know, you've got to do that. You just can't sell grays and neutrals all the time. And you've done that. Like, I'm so proud of you. You know who you are if you're listening. There's been a a couple of you guys who over the many, many years I've just been like, please sell more color. Like, take a step and print. Like you know, prints, patterns. That's what like really sets us apart. And that's what gives us our unique style as a retail shop owner. If your product assortment isn't unique, it doesn't matter price. Like so many of you guys are worried about like, oh, what what should I charge? What's the retail price? I honestly, I don't care. What does your assortment look like? If it's not, oh my God, I need all that stuff. Like don't sell it. Like don't waste your time. I think right now You have to be more efficient with your inventory from a style perspective and from an inventory perspective. You can't just have a backroom full of stuff anymore. If you have a backroom full of stuff, you got to sell that stuff. I want you to be running slim, turning fast. Like too many of us got really overbought during the pandemic because we just kept thinking it was going and it's not. You don't need a backroom. I ran without a backroom for five years. Also many, many, many Big retail stores do not run with back rooms. Like they just don't – it's – like it's – why would you pay for space? First of all, yeah, you're paying to use that space if you're in a brick and mortar or or you're using it in your house or whatever. You're paying to use that space and there's money on the walls. Like literally your inventory is dollar signs. So why would you have a big back room full of stuff? I used to go in the store. Like I'd be like, oh, do you have more denim or something? I'm like, oh, yeah, we're not launching it till like, in two weeks, though. It's just in the background. I'm like, what? Put that on the f- – oh, my gosh, put that out. Like, you're literally missing the opportunity to sell it. Like, why? No one cares that much when you're launching it. Like, here's the thing. Unless you're, like, buying summer dresses that are on sale in December, which I know a lot of you guys do, once you get to a certain point, you're like, oh, I love that style. It's on sale in January. You buy it. You sit on it. Fine. I'm not saying to put out inappropriately timed merchandise, okay? Like, there there is a trend of buying in season for customers generally. It's like you buy it, you wear it the next week. You know, you wear it that night. So I don't want you, like, putting out things that are unseasonal, but at the same time, you don't need a backroom. Like, I'm here to tell you that, like, if you can have a little bit in the back because, like, you're bringing it out in a few days, great. But, like, you don't need a backroom full of merchandise. You don't need a warehouse full of merchandise. I think once you're at a certain point and you're buying in massive quantity, yeah, you're gonna need a warehouse. Yeah, you're run. I mean, you're running a million dollar a month boutique. You're running a even if you're running five hundred thousand dollars a month, somewhere like that, two to $500,000, yeah, you're gonna have a back room. You're gonna need space. You're going to need to buy more in advance so you're not like you know running out, selling out. But if you're doing like ten k a month, twenty k a month, thirty k a month, like please don't have a big back room. Like you don't need it. And if you're in that position, you you need to sell through some of that inventory. I also think a lot of people are trying to be more efficient with their time running in a way where you can have ads going. So I believe that like meta Instagram, I mean, I don't know if they're going to have a resurgence, but here's what I'll tell you is they're not going away and they're not necessarily getting smaller. I think so many people have like run to TikTok or all these other places. Like what are you going to do when TikTok gets banned? Like I heard that Facebook meta gave like $20 million to Congress people for them to like take down TikTok. now. I'm not, I do like a good conspiracy theory. Like who doesn't, right? And of course I saw this on TikTok because I love to consume TikTok. But making a TikTok actually gives me anxiety. I'm just like trying to keep up with the podcast and YouTube right now. That's it. Like I feel like those are the places where I have the most control. I'm not super determined on an algorithm, but I do think that meta ads are working we, I've been seeing it, A, in people's businesses. It does take time to get going. It does. I will tell you, you do need to run some ads, test some things, spend some money. Like, hopefully you have a good organic audience that you've been growing on Instagram or Facebook or both or whatever. Probably just one. I really just run ads on Facebook and I get great engagement. I might start on Instagram too, but Facebook does well. The thing is, is like, I don't know what's going to happen to TikTok, but I know that meta ads work. And so for me, that's where I want to spend my time. And that's like where I build my audience. So if you've built your audience on TikTok, please like learn how to run ads, do all that stuff. But also what I want you to know, if you are like primarily on TikTok, what's next? Like, what do you do? You know, there's, there's a fine balance between being really focused and and putting all your eggs in one basket and then being screwed when it goes away. I have been in that position where I put revenue dollars in one event that happened all the time. Well, that event changed drastically, and so did my revenue. <laughs> I'm laughing because I it was not funny at the time. I lost a lot of money. I'm warning you to not make that mistake. So You know, I do want you to feel like, oh, my customers are on this place. I can show up there all the time, be consistent, grow my audience base there. And I want you to know, like, hopefully you have some other outlets. Hopefully you have an email list that you own, all that jazz. I want to give you permission. More efficient inventory, more efficient advertising and making money, more efficient, you know, do you need to be sitting in your store all the time? Can you go do some events, close the store or have both going? Yeah, Think outside the box. Think about what you can do differently because the industry has changed, the business has changed, and it's important for you to know that you get to pivot with it. It doesn't get to get carried away or, or thrown off, all that. Like I want you to really feel confident saying, okay, this is what I want to do with my business. This is how I want to live my life. This is the money I feel comfortable making in the store, making in my personal life and like be good with that there's a certain amount of being content where you are that will actually bring you more joy and will bring you more growth naturally because I think there's this urge to always be pushing forward and making more and doing more and growing and growing and growing and growing and growing and And, aren't you just tired (laughs) I maybe I'm projecting on you I'm I'm just tired of that I'm tired of being like I have to always grow it's like you know what, where am I going to be comfortable? How much time can I spend with my family? And what am I going to do that's just really efficient? I need to be really efficient. And that's what I've done in my whole business and my whole life, really efficient. Doesn't mean that I have like a perfect life and my house is clean all the time. No way. But I'm spending time with people I love. I'm spending A time in my business with people I love and that I'm having so much fun hanging out with and loving teaching and talking and mentoring. Like to me, that is what it's all about. And so I have just really focused in on my two programs and I have some one-on-one people and I have like, we're finishing a mastermind right now. All right. So I think that's it. I, you know, that's where I feel like the world is right now. I feel like you've got to be super unique you know, is there a recession? I think like, is there a war? I think like, is the world falling apart? Maybe like unclear. Um, but listen, here's the thing. What I know is that women that love fashion, women love shopping are always going to shop no matter what women, let's not forget, make 70 to like 80% of the consumer decisions in their household. We are powerhouses. Okay. So part of that means we want to buy ourselves things too, but what are you excited to sell? And who are you excited to sell to? That should be the driving force right now because the connection, the personal nature of the way boutiques have been going, and I think still kind of are, is huge. And I think you're in a perfect position to capitalize on that. So this is, like I said, the first of three episodes. I hope you've enjoyed this little update like I said, the next two one one is very personal, and one is very business. Um, so I hope you enjoy, and we'll be back. I'll, I, we, it's really just me now, guys. Um, like I said, I've simplified everything, and I'll be back soon. Uh, I'm gonna try to publish regularly, go back to weekly. I kind of want to change from Wednesday to Monday, um, but we'll see. I'm gonna publish all these on a Monday just because I want to like start a new season on a Monday. But if you have any feedback on that, like, when you want to hear me, Monday, Wednesday, those are kind of my options. Um, drop a comment, like, in my Facebook group. I'll leave the link down below. If you're not in my group, you should be. Uh, but drop a comment. Be like, hey, I love Mondays or, hey, I love Wednesdays. I would love to hear from you because, yeah, I just – I could go either way. And so I'd rather do what you guys want, Well, it's good for you. And I feel like Wednesday – I don't know. I just feel like Monday I would do it the week before too. Anyway, I'm rambling. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've like self-diagnosed myself with ADHD or something. I don't know. TikTok really can make you think you have all the problems. So we'll see. <laughs> do you feel the same way about it? I, I hope I'm not alone in that. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. As always, like I would love a review. I would love some stars if you're on an app where you can do that. And I'll be back. I miss you guys. I love you guys. Um, here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money. Are you ready to finally just know what's going on in your business? The ins, the outs, how profitable you are, how much inventory you need to buy, what your marketing strategies are, and how you're going to build on that. You're advanced. You've been making $15, $20, $30, $40,000 a month for a little while now, but it doesn't get easier. You are who I am talking to. I'm hosting a free training on Tuesday, April 11, 2023 at 8 p.m. The free training is called Overworked and Underpaid because that's probably how you're feeling right now. In the training, I'm gonna go over three strategies that I have proven over and over to work for boutique owners to scale their business in a more profitable way and just, in general, get a hold on what's happening and how they want to scale, instead of feeling like they have to constantly be growing month after month and, no, you're exhausted, let's make life easier for you, let's have a plan in place, I'm going to teach you this three-part framework, and I'm also going to tell you about my new program, Sky's the Limit, Boutique Business Accelerator. Sign up for the free training. It's going to be over an hour. You guys know when I do free stuff. I do not hold back. This is no exception. So sign up through the link in the show notes or go to boutiquetrainingacademy.com forward slash underpaid. And if you're listening to this after April 11th, that link still works. You can still get the replay and you'll still hear all these strategies. Don't worry. Join me live or watch the replay. Have you been in business between three and seven years? You're doing between twenty dollars and $40,000 per month, up and down, right? It's not really consistent. You feel like, wow, I'm making a ton of money, but I'm not really making money because I don't pay myself. I'm always freaking out about paying bills. And it feels like you're always out of stock in your very best style. Something is wrong. I know I should be doing better. Does this sound like you? Imagine a life where your boutique has consistent, predictable sales. And you get to pay yourself enough to fully replace your salary. No more worrying about what can get charged on your credit card, just pure positive cash flow and easy peasy living. Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator isn't just good. It's a game changer. Molly really said it best. Emily helped me organize my wholesale business so I wasn't flying by the seat of my pants every day and wondering why I was so exhausted every day. Molly hit a million dollars in sales in 2023. That's the reality that my program, Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator is offering to you. Think about it. A future where your boutique is a well-oiled machine. No more sleepless nights over inventory nightmares or financial stress. With Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator, we can grow your sales by 20 to 50% in as little as six months. On top of that, you'll finally get to pay yourself what you deserve. Molly, just like you, was drowning in chaos. Now, she's not just organized, she's thriving. As Molly puts it, I'm up 57% in sales, 7% in profit. I took two real vacations this year and I have my launches scheduled a year in advance. These are my results, but I truly don't think it would have happened without Emily and Sky's the Limit. I have to add, Molly only started this program in November of 2022, and this is her growth now, November of 2023. But I don't want to just talk about this. I want to help you act on it. And this is where it gets even better. If you are hearing this right now, enrollment for Sky's the Limit Boutique Business Accelerator is open, and it's at the lowest price available. Seriously, imagine a boutique where you're not just surviving, you're thriving. Your bank account is healthy, and your stress levels are at an all-time low. Don't take my- my word for it. Hear what a few other people have to say. Rhonda said, I feel more in control of my inventory than ever before, thanks to you and Sky's the Limit. Probably the best investment I've ever made in my business. Part of what Rhonda's not telling you is that in under six months, she had reduced her dead inventory by 50%. Ashley also joined us last November of 2022 and was averaging between 20 dollars and $24,000 a month, simply selling through her Facebook group. By February, she had jumped to $32,000. By March, was hitting $42,000 a month. That's double what she was doing just a few months before. We didn't do any advertising, She actually launched less days a week. We simply made better buying decisions that fueled her growth. Time ticking. Your dream boutique is just a click away. You can have results just like this too. Head on over to www.boutiquetrainingacademy.com forward slash skies, the limit, all one word and enroll right now. Your 20 to 50% increase in sales in 2024 starts right now.